0: The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Hi, it's Doc Thompson to tell you about a wonderful book available in paperback and in stores for the first time: The List by legendary best-selling author J.A. Conrad. It plunges you into a twisted conspiracy that runs deep into the very heart of the American government. Ten strangers, each with a mysterious tattoo, a top-secret past, and connections to a famous historical figure. But that's not all they have in common. They're being hunted. Grab your copy of The List by J.A. Conrath at a local Walmart or bookseller. Visit jaconrath.com for more info. Hey, Victoria Robinson is joining us now. Director of External Relations at SaveTheStorks.com. Hey, Victoria, how are you?
1: I'm good. I'm just feeling really bad for Chris right now.
0: Oh, oh do not. He thank is, you, Victoria. He, is, he, he, he never likes takes, to play the victim. He never he takes it. me out. <clears throat> never take you anywhere. I'll buy you something pretty later. <laughs> okay, thank you. Okay. Victoria, what is SaveTheStorks.com? What is the, your program?
1: Well, Save the Storks is uh, an organization out of Colorado Springs, Colorado, and we exist just to partner with pregnancy resource centers that are across the country to help give abortion vulnerable women a choice um, other than abortion. We just want to make sure that they understand that there are other options than just choosing abortion when they're in that moment of decision.
0: I think that's probably a, uh, a worthy campaign. I think that's a, 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 a goal. I think that's solid. But you've got another campaign, Choose Fatherhood. That's a little different. What's that?
1: It is It is a little different, and I'm so excited about it. And thank you for asking. I have been involved working in this uh, industry, if you will, for about 20 years. And one of one of the things that I've always been excited about and had a goal to do was make sure that fathers are heard rather than just the women who've had abortions. But also when there's 55 million plus women out there have had abortions, that means there's also 55 plus million men who were the fathers of these aborted children. And the, the way that happened for me, you guys is I am a post-abortive woman. And for over a decade after I chose abortion, because my boyfriend at the time pressured me into having one, although he didn't put a gun to my head. So I take, You know, I had to come to a place where I had to take responsibility rather than blaming him, God, and everybody else. But I called him over a decade after not speaking to him since the time we broke up after our abortion, and I felt like I needed to tell him that I had written a book about my experience, because even though I changed the the names in my book, I still felt like he had this right to know. And I called him, and up to the day that I called him, you guys, I despised him. My hatred for him grew over the years because I was struggling with my decision to have an abortion, and I was convinced that he was out there living his life, happy, you know, going on with everything, forgotten about me and the choices he talked me into doing. So when I called him on the phone, when he heard my voice and he recognized it immediately, he started crying and then sobbing to the point where I could not even understand what he was telling me. And finally, when he calmed down and was able to speak, he told me, I've been waiting for this phone call for years. I have been wanting to tell you how sorry I am for what I made you do. Please forgive me. And I have been in therapy for years dealing with the decision we made. And at that moment, my heart changed towards him. I mean, literally in that instant, because he was genuine. I believed what he was telling me. And I realized a couple things. One, he wasn't out there just going on with his life, forgetting about what we did. And two, if he's feeling this way, how many other of these post-abortive fathers that I I had grown to, to not have any sympathy for were feeling the same way. And that was when it was the start of my mission that men needed to be heard. So I'm so excited about this campaign so that that's what we're doing. We're giving men a voice.
0: Wow, Victoria, that's, that's an amazing story. And, um, uh, I like that you're you're talking about and sharing some things that I don't think people understand or take into consideration when you're dealing with um, with men um, and having you know becoming fathers and and also the abortion issue. It's been frustrating for me for years to hear these stories of men who are so taken out of the decision. Uh, it, sadly, abortion is a political issue, and we know that. And when they have made it the political issue and have said it's a woman's right to choose because it's their body, I have been, I think, pretty understanding as much as a man can be and as much as a person who is admittedly anti-abortion can be in that I recognize you as a woman have a unique responsibility that this is a, a life, a child that's growing inside you. So it does have to do with your health. So when they say a woman's right to choose, I understand that. This this has to do with your health as well. I've, I've given that due. However, because of that, all, res- all rights have been removed from fathers. Like men are not connected to the child at all. And with that, they've given all the power to women that if they decide to not abort the child and raise the child, then a father's responsibility somehow kicks in to pay for it. And that seems incredibly inconsistent that you cast the father aside in everything post conception while it's in utero during that time, they have no say no rights. We don't even care about men's feelings about it. A man can't say to a woman we've conceived this child and I want you to have it. I'm the father of this child can't do that. But then as soon as it's born, it's like you're going to pay for this child regardless of what I want to do. That's pretty upsetting to me.
1: Yeah, and I understand that, Doc. I do. I understand it, and I I also feel your same sentiments, and I'm a woman saying that to you, although I did not for many years, but um, I, it's very unfortunate that this is the society that we live in today, and if we look around, let's face it, there are a lot of different issues because the fathers have been taken out of the picture and not been allowed to be a part of their children's lives or a part of all these decisions because it did take two. It was, it was the male and the female who created the life. And I, I've met so many men and so many, with so many different stories, Doc, and many, there have been many that have told me I begged her and I begged her to have this baby. And I had no rights, you know, I had no say in the matter. And, and so I, I don't know how that's going to change. I, I think it's, Starting, it's got to start with the conversation. And, um, but I, I completely agree with you. I have no, I have, I'm not going to disagree with you with anything that you're saying because it, it breaks my heart. And this is from a woman who hated my post abortive father for years, and I wanted to see him dead. I mean, it was it was really bad because I felt what he had done to me until I had to come to my own healing process. And here's what's been interesting about this Father's Day campaign. I've had women writing me, and they're angry. They're angry that we're giving men a voice, and they're saying things to me like, who do they think they are, saying how they regret it and the guilt. My boyfriend made me do it. My boyfriend said he would leave me if I didn't do it, and they're going on, and I'm telling them, okay, I get it, but that's what happened then. But you've also got to recognize that they also have regret, just like you did, because the women who walked into abortion clinics of their own free will chose abortion. So eventually we do have to come to that realization that we went through with it and we, no one held us to the table. We did go through with it. So that's another realization that also women are having to come to. And I think that's why this video is is um touching a nerve with some women as well because they're more of their pain is coming out and they're feeling the way that i did so i understand how they feel
0: so we have a, a preview of your choose fatherhood campaign it's a uh, the six-part uh social media video series but we have uh, we have a little uh, clip for people to see hang on one second victoria the war of the motor and seeing these uh these tubes that were being filled with um Red and and white, and and the sound of suction. And I uh, knew the girl was pregnant,
2: but I didn't know what to do. I was adamant about it, you know, to the point to where you know I was going to offer to pay for it. And with the help of a friend, she went and had an abortion.
0: The moment that I found out that she had an abortion, I was devastated
2: the weight of guilt was just so overwhelming for me
1: and I was just terrified it all stopped the room was silent and they said we're done it was a success
2: it was later in the evenings as I would go to bed I began to cry and even though it's been decades um, since the first two were lost um, obviously there's still an emotional place that comes up.
0: The depression that I went through for such a long time over it really, really set in. It didn't just mess me up, it messed her up as well. Mentally, emotionally, we both started drinking heavily, which we didn't do much of at all. We both started using drugs, which we never did at all. I continued in a lifestyle of
2: um, medicating with alcohol, marijuana, And I just continued to just sort of push that pain that I had felt initially away.
1: It it was too easy. It was too quick. I wish that someone had been out in front of that Planned Parenthood, willing to just offer information and alternatives. I wish that there had been opportunities to know about other choices.
0: Wow, Victoria, it's really powerful to hear all these guys tell their stories like that. Uh, even being a man and who who's spoken about father's rights, and I know some of the failures about this stuff, still had really not considered a father's or male's guilt in this
1: years later. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I'm just so incredibly proud of this. This is probably one of... My greatest career accomplishment is producing and, and directing and being part of this video campaign. And I'm, I'm so thankful that Save the Storks, when I talked to them about this idea, said, do it. Just go go find these guys and, and do it. We we're behind you 100%, and they have been, and it's, so it's been amazing. a team of us. It's been I just, a team of us who've done it. It's been exciting.
0: I could see myself being in that situation. I've, oh, I yeah. mean, I've never considered that as a father. Years later, you're young, you're scared, you make a mistake, you you know, you go through with this. I know I would have felt guilty instantly and, and what, would have carried it with me. One I of know the that. reasons
2: I see this very touching is because when my ex-wife was uh uh about to have my kid, and she when she found out she was pregnant, she came to me and she said, "I want to have an abortion." And I was like, no, you're not. And this is Milo. This is Milo. And I called my mom and I was like, mom, she's trying to kill my son. Like, why are you trying to kill my son? I call her her mother and her mother said, well, it's her choice. She can do whatever she wants. I was like, but what about my son?
0: Yeah, what about my choice in this? What about my son? And nope. thank God,
2: nope. you know, and she was in the military. If it wasn't for the military, because in order to get an abortion, like that, you have to get... Permissions and you have to go through it a lot. a of, lot of extra it was routine. a lot of extra work. And when we and she started going and then she found out she's like, oh, this is too much work. And then you know,
0: <laughs> well, it's just too much work to get. And I was abortion, like, so I'll just raise well, the kid. Well, thank okay. God for
2: all this work because <laughs> right? if not, I would have my son here today. Okay, you know, wow. seven years later. Oh, but I was, man. it was so heartening to see. This, it, oh, I have so much ahead of me. I just started my career. I'm like, dude,
0: what are you you're doing about here? to kill my son? Wow. Well, I think it's awesome. I'm glad you're telling the stories, Victoria. Uh, People can find out more at uh, SaveTheStorks.com. Is that right?
1: Yes, they can find more there and also on our Facebook page, Save the Storks. And if there is a man listening that um, is a post-aborted father and he'd like to talk with me or one of the guys from the video, he can get in touch with me at Victoria at SaveTheStorks.com. We'd love to hear from him. This is going to be the first of, I am praying and hoping, many more videos.
0: All right, sounds good, and we'll tweet out a link so people can find it. Thanks so much, okay?
1: Thank you guys for having
0: me. Have a great day.
1: I, Luke, send a message to all those that follow our Lord Jesus Christ. From
0: Affirm Films comes Paul, Apostle of Christ. Now on DVD and Blu-ray. There are men, women, children that will never meet you. There must be a handwritten account of your acts. Their faith challenged an empire. do you really know about these Christians? I am concerned with these documents. Their words change the world. Love is the only way. Paul, Apostle of Christ, starring Jim Caviezel. Available now on digital. Available on DVD and Blu-ray June 19th. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag, whatilearnedtoday.